following movie is rated R. What's good, y'all? It's KJ, and I decided to try something new. Um, all right, so Spotify has kind of built into its platform the ability to combine podcast and music within um, the playlist that they have on there. And I thought that that was a pretty cool feature, but I couldn't quite figure out in what case would a person mix podcast and music together within a playlist and then i thought of this so this review or um write-up that i also have published on kjandchill.com i'm gonna record it as kind of like a podcast type episode and it's intended for you to listen to it within the playlist for this album which is the new album from chloe and Haley, which is ungodly hour Notice, 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 notice. You've been burned. Ungodly Hour serves as Chloe and Haley's third studio album following 2017's The Two of Us and 2018's The Kids Are Alright. As far as the sound and direction, Chloe says that we're growing as young women. We're finding ourselves through experiences, whether it's through love, through heartbreak, getting over any insecurities we may have. We just wanted to put that into the music, says Chloe, who turns 22 next month. Um, at the time that I'm writing slash recording this, Ungodly Hour currently sits at the score of 80 on Metacritic which although that seems to mirror the consensus, I think that the score should be more in the mid to higher 80s, if not in the 90s. It just all depends on what lens you're looking at it through, and I'll get to that later. Um, the Guardian gives it four out of five stars. Rolling Stone gave it 3.5. I'm leaning more towards a 4.5, as this album sonically could be almost considered perfect in terms of what it needed to be and all the delicacies, perceptions, and execution that as Beyonce herself said was flawless. Um, Ungodly Hour was exactly the album that Chloe and Haley needed to make. Now, Entertainment Weekly seems to think that this album won't produce a single that will crack into the Hot 100. I happen to strongly disagree. This album features the single Do It, which had a viral moment on TikTok because of the song's popular dance, and that reached um, number nine somewhere. I think it might be currently at five on Billboard's R&B songs chart, marking the first time that a Chloe and Haley track has appeared on the Billboard chart. And I want to point out the fact that they've never been Billboard chart chasing type of artists. So the fact that they haven't really had to stray away from what they've been doing and the records are now charting only shows that the audience is growing with the development of the artist. Um, now, they've been known to produce a lot of their own music and they managed to still stick to that formula as they converted the garage of their new home in L.A. into a home studio while still incorporating a few high-powered creators into the mix. 
Um, unlike their last album, this one features some popular producers and songwriters like Soundwave, Disclosure, Scott Storch, Victoria Monet, Boy Wonder, and Mike Will made it. They still remained in creative control of the overall sound and direction, and it shows. It doesn't sound like two girls just singing a song that someone placed with them. Everything is executed seamlessly. Um, both girls co-wrote all the records on the album. Um, Chloe Bailey produced three of the songs alone, and she has a total of 10 production credits um, out of the 13 tracks on the album. She also um, played as engineer and recorded the vocals for those 12 tracks at their home base studio. Um, younger sister Hallie worked as an assistant engineer on all the songs and co-produced two of them. So now I'm um, getting into the music. So the intro of the album is strategically placed the intro of the opening track and which happened to be one of my instant favorites, which is Forgive Me, which out of all the records on the project was the perfect choice to set the tone of the album and show incredible growth just in terms of how the record came together. Um, the intro transitions into the main record after the phrase, don't ever ask for permission, ask for forgiveness, leading into a verse from Chloe recalling an experience with a guy who wasn't quite who she thought he was, a verse that she freestyled. Um, now, if I'm looking for a metaphor, this song kind of rips the Band-Aid completely the fuck off. Um, this antiquated perception of who a Disney princess is expected to be or um, behave like, with Halle starring as Ariel in the live-action Little Mermaid, while still remaining on brand as exactly the type of artist that a company like Disney wants to be in business with. So, to me, like Beyonce said, it was flawless. Um... The next record, the Chloe-produced Baby Girl, is a record that I find myself going back to often. Um, there's a lot of layers, melodies, transitions. It gives it good vibes and a lot of replay value. Um, Tipsy is kind of the... I, I kind of... Um, they were talking about the song Tipsy in an interview before the album came out, and they alluded that... Um, people would be surprised what the content was and I kind of could get it from there that this was going to be the drunken love adjacent type of um, um, content in this record and that's pretty much um, what it came out to be so it's a cool song um, the rest of your life is like a heavy you know um, dance floor movement type of record um, you have um, Disclosure created another like dreamy vibey track um um, for the title track which is ungodly hour so once you start getting into the meat of some of the albums like i said a lot of these records aren't obvious radio singles but they're records that were executed well with them being able to bring in different producers and songwriters which is something that hasn't normally been done thus far in their career and we're only talking five years in in three albums
think the record Lonely has a lot of potential. Um, when I think about how it fits in the airwaves and in the playlist with records like Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj's Say So that recently hit number one and The Weeknd's In Your Eye remix. If you listen to the song Lonely, it has a similar vibe. When you guys listen to that record, you'll understand what I mean by it. Um, Wonder What She Thinks of Me may not be the most obvious single, but once again, it's all about what lens you're looking through. Sonically, there's so much that was put into the record that you can't actually box it into every, any specific genre exclusively. So it's not a pop record, it's not an R&B record, it's not an alternative rock record, it's simply just music. And I think that um, that pretty much sums up my opinion of the project um, when you consider all the factors and the ingredients that had to go into this album from the production and lyrics to the not too overtly sexy sex appeal um, and this transition from like innocuous adolescence to strong and independent young women in my opinion this project was executed perfectly um, for what it needed to be Obviously, their next album would be the one that I would judge harder. I think a lot of the critics are judging this album the way that they should be judging their next album. This project was was needed to mark the transition of, listen, this is who I am. We are no longer what we were. And still saying we are exactly who we were but eventually we have to grow up. It was just like the perfect way for them to do it. The next album will really determine where they fit in as far as the landscape of young budding stars and current superstars in the R&B, um, pop, kind of alternative vibey space. So um, I think that they did it right. And now go ahead and listen to the album, which should be, if you're on Spotify, the album is directly below this within the playlist. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast apps, go ahead and just visit kjandchill.com. There's a blog post right there that has the embeds for the album, so you can check it out, and I'll holla at y'all. Don't ever ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. If you want to listen to more, visit our official website at kjchill.com. And don't forget to check out It's Not Just Me podcast. New episodes drop weekly, as well as Higher Learning Podcast. Season 1 is available now.